Blog Talk Radio. VIP Ignite Podcast. I'm your host, Deneen White. Today I am so excited to introduce you guys to Vince Lopez. The reason I'm so excited to introduce you to him is because he's been on this journey for a while in the entertainment industry. And after talking to him the other day for our pre-interview, I learned a lot about how he has managed to work smarter, not harder. And I can't wait for you guys to learn some of his tips and tricks. Hi, Vince. How are you today? I'm doing fantastic. How are you? I'm awesome. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. I really appreciate it. No, thank you so much for having me. I, the You're fact that you guys are even putting these kind of uh, bits of information out there for people to grasp and help them grow, that's huge. So thanks just for having me. I really appreciate it. Oh, my gosh. You're so welcome. So I tell all of my guests that this is the fastest 30 minutes of your entire day. So can you start by telling my audience a little bit about yourself and your body of work? Sure, sure. Okay, so my name is Vince Lopez. I'm 31 years old. I'm from Hopewell Junction, New York. I was born in the Bronx. And, you know, my family, they're very, you get a job, you do the job. Fantastic. My dad was the only one that was kind of an inspiration to me. He was uh, the president of the Puerto Rican Day Parade. And, you know, to be around that for so long when I was growing up, when I got older, you know, I pursued things in college like medical lab tech, that did not work. And then I kind of fell into the entertainment industry. And for 10 years, I've been working it, all the bumps, bells, and whistles to wind up here now where I am a marketing director for an international film festival working for my mentor, which is so cool. So cool. That's, that's awesome. So when we were talking the other day, you talk, we, we talked a lot about your journey and just like, You've done you've done a lot of a lot of things that led up to this moment. So can you um, speak a little bit about like the different projects you've worked on and different things like that? Absolutely. Okay. So when I was first starting out, I had it in my mind where I was going to be single for the rest of my life, just so I can pursue this career. You have to be passionate and hungry. And what I wound up doing is exactly that for a very long time. And I was able to uh, gain management early on from Starlight Modeling Productions, who I don't even know if they exist anymore. <laughs> then I got uh, hired uh, by and managed by Monica Madison, and that was awesome. And from there, I was able to get into audition for Oz the Great and Powerful. Now, that was shooting in Detroit in, like, the biggest blue screen stage, like, in the industry. And the reason why is because they wow. converted one of the old automotive factories. Yeah, it was so cool into uh, a live blue screen and all these gigantic sets for Disney and, you know, Disney, they, they don't exactly hold back financially. So I wanted to get that. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I got that. Funny thing is while I was doing that, it's like, man, you know, you don't always have the funding in the very beginning. Yes. You get these contracts and all these good things, but man, like they want you to do so much and they give you so little, but when you get an opportunity like that and it's full, you know, scale pay and, and you get all the networking, and then boom, you have lines with people like James Franco, Mila Kunis, like, and they're cool people, man. You know, I mean, my lines didn't make it. I was still young and fresh in it, but regardless, I was able to do that, you know, be in the same room. Yeah. That was so freaking cool. Yeah, 
Then from there, awesome. you stumble out of everything else, and you get onto other sets like Now You See Me. And there, that was a flop for me, too. Another failure because I was like, oh, here we go. I'm going to go audition for some lines and in this freaking awesome movie with this dope guy in it. And then, bam, they wind up giving me everything that, that you know, she asked for. And I go, and guess what? That scene doesn't even it, – it doesn't exist anymore. So, hey, we're going to change it up. <laughs> and you look at that and you say, hey, okay, these things happen. But you got to, mm-hmm. like, you know, Will Smith said, fail forward, like I was telling you the other day. So what do you do? Yeah. All those years of working and things like that happening the whole time, then doing some radio, and then, you know, traveling and doing all these short films and then student film work and so forth. And then over this time span, then I get the film, Me America, it falls into my lap when I had no work going on for like a year and a half because I had surgery on okay. my knee. And then I get hit up by Heidi Eklund uh, for a film that they're doing in the backyard of where I live. And it's like, man, all the work I was going to have to travel to other states, you know, <laughs> I'm torn <laughs> doing comedy with people and I'm going everywhere. And then little by little, you start getting all this money and traction. And then the industry remembers you and then you just start getting work offered to you. And then there's a change that okay. happens. And that's, you know, it, it, that, that's kind of where it got for me. <laughs> What like what what would you say is the tipping point of that? Because you like you're working and then all of a sudden they remember you. So like, do you is there a tipping point or is it just like one day it just all like clicks? Well, for me, the tipping point was the failures actually because okay. you get you get these little successes, right? Small little successes, great pay, you know, doing a a commercial with uh, the guy that did the voice. In Finding Nemo, the crab, <laughs> I got to do a commercial for oh, wow. GSN Network. Yeah, I was working with that guy. And, you know, you're there for a little bit of time, a small chunk of change. I think it was like two hours and I was on set. And then you get this big paycheck and it's like, man, for what? <laughs> you know, like little <laughs> gems like that happen in the middle of, hey, you know, this is a freebie here and that's a freebie there. And, uh, you know, it, that's just part of it. You got to pay your dues, you know? Mm-hmm. And then the tipping so, like, point is when you... you finally fail, boom. Huh? No, no, you got you. I was going to ask you that, but you you answered it. So that's awesome. So here's a question for you. So many, so many people think, okay, you know what? I get on set, I have lines. It's going to be awesome. Like, how do you handle your lines being cut from the from the overall movie? Well, you handle it simply by, okay, I'm not big enough. Anything. This is what's happening. And at least I'm there to do what I have to do, you know, like, okay, okay. so now I've gone and I'm, I'm an extra and I feel like I've busted hump for more, but it didn't work out otherwise. So I was there one day on set and then sourpuss and walked out like a, like a punk didn't commit. And that, that's a regret mm-hmm. that I had because later on, and this is when I was really young, you know, later on when I mm-hmm. went back and looked at it, there was so much opportunity. Who cares if you're getting a paycheck or not? Do you have any idea the kind of talent that, any production puts in one room for you to network with and garner other work. Mm-hmm. It's an opportunity. Yeah. And when I learned that, you know, then it's, it came to continuing to network and to not make mistakes, you know, and, and to keep those relations. And when all that traction was happening, then I met my wife and that's beautiful. And we have our son. And then that's I awesome. kind of went back to regular life and shied away. Okay but little by little continued to work. So that was, for me was like one of those ledges where, you know, things happen in your life, you know, you're either yeah. going through something, you already went through it or you're coming out. 
that's just life. Yeah. In all facets, good or bad. Yeah, that's so true. So um, let's let's talk about working on an international film festival with your um, with your mentor. Like, how did that transpire? And then, if you could tell us about the film festival, that would be amazing. Okay. Well, what happened was I was uh, working. <clears throat> managing a warehouse while I'm still taking the time to work on the other smaller projects, more like passion projects with my guys that I started out with comedy friends and they're based out of Mm -hmm. Buffalo. They're the ones that I traveled all over with and, you know, did an exploratory project for Nick Cannon. um, That was pretty cool. That just recently dropped. So while I was doing like a feather coming back, I was like, you know what? Let me reach out to Robert, see how he's doing. So I hit him up. And I already had heard, you know, all about that he was doing this festival, but I didn't know to what degree of anything. And I was just like, well, if I'm getting back, let me just reach back up because it's been like, I think like a year or so before I really hit him up hardcore, you know, sometimes when mm-hmm. you have a mentor, your your journeys kind of go different, but you got to keep pulling it back and, and, you know, cultivating that relationship because they have great content. Yeah. Like he's worked with yeah. Scorsese and so forth, you, you know? There's a reason why sometimes, although like attracts like, like attracts like, you're still having yeah. your own turmoils and things separate. But I was able to bring that back, and I reached out to him on, on Facebook, a little soft, like, uh, feather touch. And I was like, hey, you know, what's going on, Robert? What you up to? How's everything? How's the family? And he winds up, Vince, oh, my God, where you been? It's like, whoa, <laughs> all that <laughs> energy of love, you know? Like, wait, where the hell is that? Yeah. So it's like, man, it never leaves you when you have those real relationships that you cultivate. After that, he was asking what I was doing, and there was a lot of other things I was auditioning for. One, I still can't talk about, but I will tell you that I got very, very far in a culinary competition on my laurels. (gasps) It was really awesome. (laughs) What? Okay, we have to talk yeah. about that offline. I want to know details. <laughs> That's <laughs> okay. awesome. Oh, no. For some reason, we dropped. So um, I hope you guys are enjoying our conversation so far, and hopefully Vince will get back on. But something I really hope that you're taking away so far from our conversation is that, like, Vince had hit success. Like, he hit um, different successes. He was like in movies, his lines got cut, but he's always kept trucking forward. And I, one of the things that I think that you really need to sit down and un, just digest is that no matter what, he continued networking throughout everything. Welcome back, Vince. Thanks. Somehow the, the call got dropped. My apologies. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Uh, so you were talking about – you were talking about you went far in a culinary in a culinary competition. I got super excited, but then you went back to how um, you and Robert were talking. Yes, yes, and you know, so we got to talk again while we were talking over that time frame, a couple of months. You know, I'm doing the the, the competing and all that good stuff, and I'm still doing hardcore with my work while I'm juggling. Uh, you know, this wedding getting taken off, and then it's like okay. We we gotta we gotta have a dinner, man. You know, so I was like, okay, well, let me cook for him. And so, you know, he wanted to have me come over to his place, and I did a whole setup, and I cooked a really really nice meal. You know, um, 
I don't exactly recall the recipe because it was a little while back, and you know I've had a long day today, so forgive me. But uh, it basically was, <laughs> yeah, it was a steak that I uh, butchered from my own uh, cow that I purchased from a farm. Uh, they're awesome; it's all organic, and so I butchered it myself. Did the roast, brought it over, had all the ingredients, and initially it was only a setup for about you know him, his wife, his kid, my wife, and my kid. You know. Then he had these guests mm-hmm. that they surprised, you know, people just show up sometimes and he's like, Oh my God, yeah. I'm so sorry to, to put you out, you know? And I'm like, Oh no, 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 absolutely. So then boom, inner, inner thought of how do I resolve this? Cause you can't think about the obstacle. Cause yes, I did a meal prep for specific amount of people, you know, and different meals mm-hmm. for the different types of adult children. However, now I have yeah. more people and more children and I got to figure out how to make the meal stretch and still do a yeah. performance while I'm getting back in and socializing. And I haven't done this in a while with Robert. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, my God. And Robert's like, you know, it's okay, Vince. You, you don't – I was like, no, 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 I got it. I'm good. I'll do it. <laughs> That's awesome. And, yeah. And then when, you know, you're in the moment, whatever it is that you're doing, that is your job, your talent, your passion – your dream when you're in the moment and you're there to perform regardless, whatever it is, and you're given an obstacle, you still got to put the show on. So yeah. for me, it's, yeah. Oh my God, I want to make sure I don't lose this relationship. You know, he, he hasn't seen me in a while. I had some good stuff to talk about. Cause you always want to give good things when you talk to your mentors to show them that you're having progress and you know, you're learning stuff because yeah. they want to yeah. see your career succeed. So when he yeah. has this problem for me, it's like, Oh Vince, you know, you don't have to make sure. Yo, I'm I'm a Puerto Rican man, you know, from the Bronx, from Hopo <laughs> Junction, that we feed people. I'm like a Jewish grandmother too, you know. <laughs> I, you're gonna tell me, Vince, don't worry about it? Are you kidding me? No, absolutely. We're gonna feed you. <laughs> you're gonna so, eat no matter what. Me. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so they're all there, and the introductions, you know, it's like okay, the family and friends and all that good stuff. Then they're like, oh, wow, oh, so, you know, you're, you're cooking, you're a chef, you're this, and then they get to see. And initially when people hear stuff like that, sometimes it comes off as, like, pompous or what have you. But if this is your talent, who cares what people say, what predation or lack thereof, if you can do it, you can do it. There's a huge difference. Yeah. You know, I'm doing all this. I got out of college. I don't recommend that for anybody, you know, <laughs> but it didn't work for me being a medical lab tech. It, it didn't fit me, you know, and – when I'm there and I'm cooking and then they're asking me questions because they're seeing the knife skills, they're seeing the preparation, they're seeing the ingredients that I'm using, then boom, it's switched when I'm back competing again. But it's me instead performing for these people who are just genuinely interested and couldn't believe, you know, instantly the change in food prep that I had to do with the same ingredients. Nothing changed. Just now there's a more, uh, there's more volume of people there. And I still had to not only make meals, but also filling. And then explain mm-hmm. why I'm doing this because there's a lot of times as artists, you know, we tend to do our stuff but not say what or why. And to everyone else, we're a little strange, but to us, you know, just leave us alone with our process. When you have to explain mm-hmm. it, it's like, oh, okay, uh, well, why are you doing that? Oh, well, let me tell you. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, excuse me. But anyway, so I do yeah. the meal, everything's going fantastic. And they all wound up loving the, not just the food, loving what I was doing. And then it's like, man, 
that something inside of me was like, you know, you're doing this light. You've done this before hard and you've had your successes. Your shot's not gone. You got to go back. That's awesome. And after that, the relationship kept growing where he kept inviting me back. And then I started finding out about the festival. And then it's, oh my God, Robert, I didn't know you were doing that here. And then I hear, okay, and it's all around green tech. And then you have uh, the oh, mayor wow. of Newburgh involved. You have the CEO of Central Hudson, which is in our era, the Hudson Valley, like the major electricity provider. They're doing the talks. Uh-huh. You know, we have support wow. from Mark Ruffalo, uh, you know, the, what? the Hulk. Yeah, so it's like you, you do these things, and then things happen and come back to you because if you're magnetic and vibrating towards your passion, your dream, and your goal, and you work hard regardless of the obstacles, it just comes for you. And mind you, like I said, doing this while I'm working as a manager, foreman, assistant floor manager in a warehouse, uh-huh. private sector, and just giving touch of back. Well, I got you know my wedding that's going on, and my wife, it, you know, she's well at the time fiance, but. She's all like giving me the whole, you know, bridezilla stuff. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's a lot. Just the bridezilla stuff and all, and all the rest. I, I don't know how men do it, but you, that's, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and then the funny thing is that she's like, oh, you know, I'm not a bridezilla. And I'm like, oh, you're, you're not. <laughs> no. She's calling me every day. <laughs> Did you call the DJ? Did you call the photographer? Did you get the damn flowers? I don't know what flowers she's fucking talking about. You know, I, I apologize for the profanity. <laughs> okay. But I'm saying, like, you know, every day is something new. And then I also was able to get her uh, working with the same company that I was working with. And, you know, she's working at a whole other facility. Thank God. But, uh, <laughs> but in that, she's like, I know your schedule, you know. Like, I know that you have time to fit all these things in on top of what your little dream is, but the whole time she's being a little, you know, mean-hearted or whatever, because not every time is your family, your friends, your spouse, Mm -hmm. whomever, going to actually support you. Yeah. Not every time. For the most part, they're going to think you're out of your mind. They look at you and they tell you, oh, so you're doing that. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's cute. I guess that one off. That's cute. I'm like, okay. Yeah, right. Like, thanks. <laughs> and what right. do you do? Thanks for, <laughs> thanks for your... Yeah, right. Yeah, how, uh, how's that insurance that's... company working out for you? Really? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know, I mean, bottom line, when it comes down to it, I had to grow a really thick skin, and what helped me with that was while I was doing this, remember, you have to pay your dues. That doesn't mean you're getting paid while you're doing that. <laughs> that yeah. means you're not. Yeah, that's true. That means you're working around yeah. it. You're getting the connections, mm-hmm. the network. So I was doing all jobs, sales-related, which helped me yeah. a great deal because it allows you to handle the rejections. You know, out of 100 people, yeah. 70 will tell you no. 20 will tell you maybe, and 10 will tell you yes. As a good sales rep, not as an entertainer, your job is to get the 70 to be less, the 20 to be less, but to get that 10% to be more, okay? Yeah. You want to get those that are on the fence mm-hmm. to be on your side. You want to get those that are completely yeah. against you to at least be on the fence, and you work the crowd. Yeah. You turn it on. Yeah. You, you do what you're good at, your talent. You take the risk, and you keep working at it, and you get there period. Yeah. So true. 
So your dinner must have been magnificent since you're now working with a film festival. That's what I'm saying. But, you know, the funny thing is, <laughs> is that when I first worked with Robert, this is how I got him as my mentor. I was offered. Now, I got injured and I had full knee reconstructive surgery done, and I was out of the game, and I just met my wife, and things were a little weird, and I was just getting back healthy. Heidi Eklund hits me up, tells me about this movie, Me America Here, and for me to audition. I was like, you know what? I'm good. I'm getting back on my feet. She wants me to do this. It was for, like, attractive Latino 20 to 30s, something like that. You know, I was like, I can do that. <laughs> so I get over there. <laughs> like, and, I got this you in know, the bag. I have Exactly, exactly. You get there, it's like you're ready because they don't want to hear what you have prepared. They want to give you cold. So you get these sides. Mm -hmm. And this is for Industrial House Films, which Robert owns. And I was like, okay, that's fine. I can handle that. And you just push through because once you get to the ledge of discomfort, then it's like, oh, my God, I can't say no if I do because you can say yes or no in life. You're going to regret it. So for me, Mm -hmm. I don't want to regret things. So I can't say no. So, of course. I get in there, they get in the cold sides, and I'm reading, and I'm reading. And it's in Motorcyclopedia, which is a, you know, a big motorcycle museum in Newburgh. It has the, the largest private collection of motorcycles in the world. They have freaking ghost riders bike in there. <laughs> and uh, anyway, I'm in there, awesome. and I'm like, oh, yeah, it was the coolest audition I ever had. <laughs> and um, so I'm in there, and I'm reading these sides, and I don't exactly remember the lines, but I was like, okay, you know. This is interesting. It was for like a bad guy. And I was like, this is not what she told me that I was going to audition for. Okay, fine. <laughs> so never been a bad guy before. Was doing comedy-based stuff my whole career and, you know, a little bit of modeling and those type of roles. Nothing bad guy stuff, you know. So I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, I'm a tough guy now. And, uh, you know, getting through these lines. And then they come in to get mm-hmm. me. And I go out to meet, you know, the guy that's like, hey, you know, we're gonna we're gonna record blah 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 blah. Uh, I don't know what his name is, but he's just the one that gives. He's the messenger man, you know. And then finally, mm-hmm. Robert. I meet him, and he's like this larger than life, attractive freaking man. That's like, who is this dude? I feel like I've seen him before. Turns out he worked on General Hospital. You know, he's toured all over the world doing music, and you know, has done a lot of film work with damn near everybody, and. So then I'm like, okay, I'm not going to sit here and be like in awe because I'm here to audition. I've, I've worked with some serious people. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. Then I yeah. go to, to read the lines and he stops me and he goes, good. Nope. Don't want the lines. I was, I was like, uh, what? I was talking about, I'm here, buddy. Yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah. He talks, he's like, yeah, you know, Vince, um, you have this great look to you. And, and, yep, you got it. And I'm like, what? And in my mind, I've always heard sometimes it's just showing up and you get stuff. I just showed up, mm-hmm. didn't even have to do the friggin' lines, and I got it. So then I'm working with Industrial House Films doing this movie, Me America. And we're working with people that are all over in the industry. Uh, I don't know if you remember that Marshalls show, like U.S. Marshalls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Well, one of the female marshals, she's actually a marshal. She's over there on set with me because there's like a, a, a cop scene or whatever. And I was like, oh, my God, I watch your show, you know. <laughs> and overall, we get to talking. You know, you get all these moments. And then you fast forward, once you get over meeting all these really cool people, you got to remember that it works. So I do my lines, and it's cool, and I have to do stuff outside of my realm where I'm simply just 
being a bad guy, throwing this dude over my head with my hand on his neck out of a Cadillac for a movie that I didn't even know what the heck was going to happen. And now, because of that, I wound up putting on my Facebook way back, treated it kind of like a dream board that, okay, I worked for Industrial House. Because technically at that I was contracted to act for the production, so technically you are working for them, but it's not. I'm not really on the damn team. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Fast forward all these years later, back to the the first meeting with the mentor. They were they were raving. They're like, you know, this kid's going somewhere. He's got it. My wife's eyes lit up, and she finally believed in me. And then that was it when he's like, okay, we'd love to have you on board for the next step. And now I really am working for industrial house films. And also because he's my mentor, I am the director of marketing for his international film festival, which the next leg is October 10th and 14th. That's the proper festival. We are getting it fully decked, fully ready for the city of Newburgh, who has this other festival called illuminated that gets over 20,000 patrons every single year. And wow. we have all the same people working on this right now. That's awesome. So let's talk about the film festival. I mean, that, that's fantastic. And being the marketing director for that. So can you give us more details about the film festival? Absolutely. Absolutely. So right now uh, with the film festival, we have a laundry list of sponsors and Again, for the first leg of the green tech, you know, that part's good and done. A lot of those same people are still involved to the second leg of it, which, again, is going to be the date that I just gave. Good amount of information that you can get for it to see a lot of the selections that we have and who's going to be there as far as, you know, the, the filmography aspect of it. You go to the website, www.eastxnortheast.com, and that gives you all the information. Now, being the director of marketing for this fest has been a labor of love. I'll sit here and tell you this because I have, you know, a really amazing assistant and he's one of the interns for the project, you know, and we're, I have where you overabsorb and then it gets stale and nobody wants to watch it anymore. Then I have to sit here and yeah. say, you know, overall, it's about creating a story. You create the story. Then they have to understand the content, and then they cause themselves to engage naturally. Then you also, last, have to actually engage. You have to talk to people. Yeah. And then that's yeah. when they're like, oh, oh, my God. What do you mean I have to talk to someone? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, how do you think this works? Yeah. Where, where do you think the results are going to come from? <laughs> You mean you mean they don't just show up hands like delivered with a bow on them on your doorstep? You can't get success that way. Yeah, no, no, not at all, not at all. <laughs> it's so funny. A lot of people think that it is. You go to school and you get good grades. Yeah, I got. I, I messed up a little too early on, but I wound up graduating with high honors from high school. Then to initially. Oh. Breaking up a little bit, Vince. Hello? Okay. Well, um... And they're not able to work. But there's no spark. Okay. Or they are working, but they're not happy. And 
you know, they talk about their yeah. dreams, and yeah, I did this before, and this, and they don't talk to anybody anymore, and their lives are more going through the motions, a high life every step. You know, since I got back into this and doing the festival and all the amazing people that I'm working with, like, it's sensational. I, I, I can't, yeah. I don't know, I can't be any more thankful, you know? Yeah, there's something to be said for really pushing through, like, when the hard times. I'm sure there were times when you were managing the um, the warehouse, and that was your full-time job, and you're like, what the fluff is going on here? But there's something yeah. to be said, like, when you have a passion for, like, you, you obviously have a passion for entertainment. You've done all facets of it. You've been a model. You've done comedy. You've done voice. You've done film. You've done television. You've done radio. You've done it all. So there's obviously something to be said for when you have a passion for something and you, you keep going for it, you keep going forward no matter what it looks like. Because it's, I think it's so important. There are so many people who think, oh, you know, I like I auditioned for three plays. I didn't get a part. Obviously, this isn't for me. No, that's not the way it is. Like, you have to push forward. You have to, no. like, you have to be smart and you have to network. But it seems like, like the, I mean, your story is amazing just because, again, like, and I love how when you like, when you first said, yeah, I was working in the warehouse, like, you almost, like, glossed over it. But I think that's something that everyone needs to hear because, again, they, they think, okay, you know what, um, can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, so I think so many times people think, okay, you know what, I'm going to have this instantaneous, instantaneous success. I'm going to have a mentor, and it's going to be amazing, and everything's going to be awesome. But the reality is, is that no matter what, there's there's always a lot of work to do, but if you, and you have to love what you're doing to keep grinding forward. Absolutely, so. absolutely. And I want to say one thing. Yeah. One of the major connections that I had in my career that always kept kept me with that spark and noticed something was Alicia. Now, awesome. she's amazing. Okay. Now she took the time when she put out those posts for these events that she does with you guys, and you guys do amazing things. She saw an ad out and like, oh, we're looking for people that are in the industry. And I was like, oh, this is interesting. Let me see what's up. Because, again, you got to put yourself out there. Hit it up. Sure yeah. enough, she answered back, had me come through, and it's been a relationship for all these years. And, you know, with that connection, you know, she's – I'm very thankful for her. She's a great friend of mine. Yeah, and I can tell you also she she's very thankful for you. When you called her the other day, she was like, oh, my God. Like, she was, like, so happy to hear your voice that, like, it was her. The joy oh. was palpable, no matter what she was going through. So I can, I can, I can say with all due sincerity that she feels the same way about you. So, I'm, and that's the whole thing oh. about relationships too in the industry is like there has to be like sincerity and just authenticity, and that's something that um, she does really well. And I've only known you for a couple of days, but I feel like that's something that you do that you excel at also. So I'm. Oh, just, thank you so really much. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's exciting to be a part of You're this journey. You're making me blush. But, oh, well, I bet you that is You know easy, that I'm so tan, I feel, right? I feel like I've won for the day. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know I'm tan, right? Like, it's tough to get a tan guy to blush. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Okay, my job here is done. I think we should end the podcast right now. But, um, <laughs> but seriously, um, our 30 minutes actually is up, and I just want to thank you so much for uh, – just sharing your journey with us, sharing your story, and just sharing your energy with us because I know I'm energized, and I'm sure that anyone who listens to the podcast will be energized also. So thank you for taking 30 minutes out of your schedule to inspire me and inspire my audience. I really appreciate it. Thank you so very much for the opportunity. I appreciate it. You guys have been wonderful. 
This has been so much fun. <laughs> I know. We'll have to we'll have to do a follow up. Maybe after the film festival's over, we'll do a follow up, and you can tell us all the fun things about the film festival. One hundred percent. Now we're always looking for more sponsors. So anybody out there, hit us up. <laughs> more good. If anyone's awesome. looking to sponsor. Out there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if anyone's looking to sponsor, definitely reach out to me on email, and I will. Forward fence all of your information. Oh, then yeah, that would be fantastic. Absolutely mm-hmm. networking, baby. I love it. <laughs> yeah, always networking, no matter where you are. That's awesome. Absolutely. Well, again, Vince, thank, thank you. Thank you so much for all of your inspiration, and we'll we'll do this again soon. One hundred percent. Have a good one. Thank you Excellent. for having me. You also. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye bye. <laughs> bye. Well, I hope that everyone enjoyed our podcast today with Vince Lopez. If you are interested in learning more about the networking that he described when he met Alicia, um, please visit our website at ammsociety.com where you can get registered for our next live webinar where you can get qualified to go to our next live networking event. As always, thank you so much and have a fantastic day.